With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law known as the PACT Act provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who are exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov PACT to learn more and file your claim. Welcome to MLB Daily, your one-stop shop for daily baseball content. I am LJ LaFura. Alongside me, I've got Brandon Karam, and we are a Belly Up Sports podcast. We are what they aren't. Brandon, how you doing? LJ, doing fantastic. We are here with our 20th edition, week 20, whatever you want to call it, of our power rankings. Literally feels like yesterday, LJ, where we were sitting down on opening day, talking about Brewers-Cubs, talking about the other games on that day. And now we're 20 weeks into the season. Time flies. Time flies. And why is Brewers-Cubs still one of the more disappointing games I've watched this year? Yes. Oh, my God. That was the, awful. I, it, it, you know, if – if you were a Brewers fan, I'm very sorry for that for that opening day game. I mean, just just talk. Like I've watched disappointing opening days, opening weeks even, but that was just I mean, as a Red Sox fan, you're just kind of used to like the opening weekend just being like kind of a shit show. It's always bad. I can't remember the last time it was good. Uh no, 2020 no, it wasn't. They got swept by the Orioles. And 2021, you were swept by the yeah. Orioles. I know that. And then, and then swept them again, or then swept them like a week later. That's where I got turned around with. Yeah, no, they lost. They haven't won an opening series since maybe 2018. I don't remember that opening series, though. Wow. 2017, I know they won opening. I swear they won opening day. Because I watched that one. I remember that well, was the day that was the day that the uh, bartender at the bowling alley in Saratoga started giving me shit because I walked down there after school to watch the game, and he was giving me a hard time. Imagine giving because I was asking for, for the Red Sox game in Saratoga. You're saying, well. LJ, at least you don't have to remember what the 2020 Red Sox were with good old Ron Renneke at the helm. Um, never forget, but. Go Ron Renneke. Ron Renneke. Um, we're here to talk some baseball. Going to go through all 30 teams, of course, in our power rankings. Um, 
and let's just hop right into it. And we'll, I'm going to literally run 30 through 20 here. Actually, I'll go 30 through 19 because we have the same team at 19. It's not a lot of change, uh, I can say here. My 25 through 30 remains exactly the same. 30 is the Nationals, moving on up. A's, Pirates, Tigers at 27, Royals at 26, Reds at 25. I moved the Marlins up one spot and the Rockies down one spot. Angels drop to number 22. Cubs move up to 21. Rangers stay at 20. And the Diamondbacks stay at 19. I mean, I guess when you're looking at like how these teams have played over the last 10 games, not a single team has a better record than over five and five. So, you know. Well, let's wait, time out, time out, because we've been complaining for weeks that there's no good way to change anything down here because everyone's going two and eight or three and seven. And all of a sudden you're poo-pooing five and five weeks. That's the equivalent well, no, no, of no, seven no. and three for most, most The There's only a few teams that were five and five, and that was Arizona and Cincinnati, Arizona, Cincinnati, and Colorado, who... I don't think the Rockies are better than number 24. I don't think the Diamondbacks are better than 19. I don't think the Reds are better than 25. So, Correct. But again, that doesn't mean that, again, for, for their standard five and five, that's a pretty nice week. It is. That's no, it is. Time. Those are good times. It absolutely is. However, when you look at the very bottom, Pittsburgh, two and eight. Oakland two and eight. The Nationals actually four and six, but they they still haven't shown me anything that makes them not the worst team in the league. How many weeks running is this now with Washington and last? I mean, it's yeah, Washington last. A, a lot. I mean, other than the week where Marcelo Zuna Ozuna himself, from the Braves. yeah, Ozuna from the Braves. Um, the Nationals have been on quite the streak here. Looks like. LJ had them week 13, and I week 14 is when I jumped on that bandwagon. So we're going about a month and a half strong here where the Nats are just the consensus worst team in the league. Yeah, it's hard to do that. It's hard to not be when you no longer have Juan Soto. That was the one redeeming factor that they had there. Hey, and Josh Bell was playing good. Josh Bell was Josh Bell is good, but he's not saved the franchise's reputation good. Like... He's only saved the franchise's reputation good if he's paired alongside Juan Soto. Like, that reputation exists in a vacuum. Poor Josh Bell had to go from the Pirates, who were, you know, just one of the worst teams year after year, and then the Nationals. And now he's on the Padres, who... But he chose to stay... No, that is true. I forgot about the contract. That's right. That's right. Hey, this isn't like Luke Voigt getting screwed over by the Padres. Oh. And the Yankees. When are we going to get like the Luke Voigt, Eric Hosmer boxing match? I mean, that's got to be soon, right? <laughs> with 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 all these celebrities fighting, you got Le'Veon Bell and Adrian Peterson duking it out the other night, and Lev Bell had a great knockout. Um, Yeah, you know, it's it's... It's very rough here at the bottom. Only three teams have been officially eliminated from playoff contention, and that is... All three of them are at the bottom. Yep, and that is Washington, Oakland, and Pittsburgh. LJ, you want to take us 30 through wherever, honestly. Not particularly. Um, I'm kidding. I've got the Nationals at 30, the A's at 29, the Pirates at 28. The Tigers at 27. We differ here as I go with the Cubs at 26. The Reds at 25. The Marlins at 24. The Rockies are 23. The Royals at 22. The Rangers at 21. The Angels at 20. And we've both got the Diamondbacks, of course, at 19. I only have two spots I want to touch on here. Let's start with the Marlins. I can't keep buying into this team. I just two and eight in the last ten, yeah. It's and it's the point where you know I don't like to drop teams multiple spots this week, but I almost dropped them another with the Reds getting a five and five week. I almost put them over because this team mentality overall, it's just 
is soft the right word? I mean, we talked about this. I feel like we talked about this literally last this time last week. If it wasn't this last week, it was team of the week that we did it, where we just went off yeah. on the Marlins. Um, generally, just again, it's, it's it's a soft mentality from a group of veterans, and I can't keep buying into it. I thought it was going to get better at some point. I really did, and it's seeming to get worse. They're going to keep falling at this point, at this rate. You and know, oh, just, I I do agree with you there. However, looking at who Miami's had to play, LJ, they have since August 9th, I'm going to read off their series. The amount of playoff teams that they've had to run into, and this is no excuse because they haven't playing terrible. Like, don't get me wrong, but you're talking since August 9th, Phillies, Braves, Padres, Dodgers, A's, Dodgers, Rays, Braves, Phillies, Mets. I mean, that is a gauntlet of a schedule over the last month. And they didn't play well at all. I mean, I don't think they won a single one of those series except for the Oakland series, which, I mean, you definitely expect them to win. But. Things are not good down in Miami. That is for sure. 243-263-404-381. Trevor Rogers in 367. Those are the ERAs of their starting rotation. They have six starters over the age of 30. You have to put together competitive games with that. That's all I'm asking for. They have such a good – you're right. Their starting rotation is actually really good. Like they, like, like, it's one thing to be talented and not put up the numbers because you're going up against tough competition, but this rotation is putting up the numbers against the good teams, and yet they still can't find the wins. And, again, we're not necessarily talking about them winning half their games. We're not trying to see this team be 500, but I still will honestly say – and I know I'm only pointing to a couple of, I can only point to a couple of series where they've won games or won the series, but it still feels when I watch Pittsburgh play good teams, it feels more competitive when they, their losses feel more competitive, more consistently against good teams than the Marlins do. And those rosters are night and day. But the other team I wanted to talk about here was Kansas City, because yeah. I was thinking about it earlier, and I think the two teams that my opinion on has shifted the most this year is the Philadelphia Phillies, me eventually buying into the Phillies, and the Kansas City Royals, because this went from a team that I struggled to find a situation, a spot where they could do anything right, to a team that, you know, they brought in the ne- the rest of this group they're selling us on the future and they're selling me on it pretty darn well at this point. I mean, looking at their last 10, yes, they're four and six over the last 10, but they've been consistently able to get there. They've been able to consistently get to around four and six, maybe five and five each of these weeks. And maybe, maybe it's just me, but I can sell myself on MJ Melendez. I can sell myself on Bobby Witt. I can sell myself on Vinny Pasquantino. This is a very young team that's at least able to pull out decent stuff and yes the pitching has to get better but when some of your guys doing late inning work already are rookies as well it's a better spot than I ever thought they'd be in that's why they're climbing and that's how they've managed to get so high it feels like they've crept up on me to this spot when I was when I actually finally placed them at 22 it felt like they snuck up on me but I I can't say anything less than that I'm pleased with this group at though at this point in the season. I'm a big Bobby Wick guy. LJ got me to buy in on him. I think I kind of got you on the MJ Melendez train. We're talking a 2020 season for Bobby Witt, right? I'm yeah. I'm reading that right. Yeah. Correct. It, and this walk rate, I, you know, I don't know what's been happening with him. He's striking out less than he has been in double-A and triple-A. But the walks are just not there when we're used to seeing it. 
if he can get a little more a more a more a disciplined, get that on base percentage up, you're talking about a really, really productive player. And even with a 292 on base percentage this year, you're still talking over a hundred weighted runs created plus for a 22 year old. And you add 20 homers and 27 stolen bases. Fantastic value on the bases that he's provided. 2.2 war for a 22-year-old? You know, I feel like we look at guys like Julio Rodriguez, and we've seen Tatis and Soto and Vladdy in the past. Two war for your age 22 season is really good. It is really good. So I think I'm, like, fully bought in on this guy, LJ. If he can just you know, walk a little more, which we've seen out of it. You know, we saw it in the minors. He was definitely, he's definitely able to sustain that like eight, 9% walk rate. I am a big supporter here. Yeah. And especially seeing so much room to grow, but more so it's the fact that like there are other things to get excited about. Brandon, are we, are we able to decide that we're hopping in on Vinny Pasquantino together? Or is that one I'm still selling you on? I mean, he does like, I mean, I I like the slash line, 353 on base, 433 slug. Um Pasquantino is a very solid hitter and has only produced in the minors you you know you go and look at his stats in the minors over the last few years the dude's raked very high walk percentage very low strikeout percentage and we forgot to mention standing six foot four 245 pounds oh big big boy over here yeah i am i i can agree i i really think uh yeah, you know, LJ, let's let's buy in on the Royals. I think I'm bought in. We're getting some Royals stock here. And I, I don't know, maybe it's just me. And tell me if this is a bad take. I'll accept it if it is. The Royals situation is easier to fix than the Tigers situation. Okay. They both need opposite things. Like this team desperately needs the pitching at this point. A pitcher. Just 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 a pitcher. Please. Brady Singer cannot do everything for you. He just can't. I'm gonna ignore the fact that they're 24th and run scored at this point because this group has promise. This group has potential right. offensively. I don't see the same as much potential with the entirety of the pitching staff. I mean, again, I'm high hopes for Dylan Coleman. Yeah. He seems like a cool, he seems like a cool guy. That's going to be in the title today. Dylan Coleman seems like a cool guy. Um, But past that, are we seeing anything that's really building for the future? Not necessarily. But both starting pitchers and relievers typically sign shorter-term deals than a position player would. You know, because they're playing every day, the value is, is so much higher with that. So reasonably you stand a better chance of completely rehauling your pitching staff in a season or maybe two seasons than you do rehauling your overhauling your entire lineup. That's what Detroit's trying to do. And, you know, I just don't think there's the players yearly in the pool to do that for them, but there certainly could be for the Royals. Well, Shall we keep moving on past the Diamondbacks at 19? Or LJ, actually, I think you stopped at 24 with the I Marlins. stopped at 19. You did stop at 19. Yeah, because I, I talked that. about the Royals at 22. Well, on to 18 for me. I'll go 18 through 14 because I want to talk about one of these teams in here. Giants at 18, they stay the same. Red Sox at 17. Drop the Brewers two more spots to number where I'm 16. The Brewers had a you know they're six and four in their last 10. 
But do I really like this team over like these teams I have in front of them? No. I just huge disappointment out of the Brewers this year, I think. You know, that's they're yeah, they're they're nine games over five hundred. They're not gonna make the playoffs. Um, which is just a huge like that's this is a team that we pretty much had penciled in to one of the wild card spots. Corbin Burns, once again, I mean, 214 strikeouts and 172 innings. The dude is shoved. Brandon Woodruff, LJ and I both huge supporters of. He's had another fantastic year. And it's the same thing. It's just they're they're good enough. They're just good enough to pass by as like an okay team. But there's nothing special. Christian Yelich is turning into one of the worst contracts in the league already. Um, I don't care. You know, you can look at his stats. Sure, it's all right. But you just you just signed this guy or you just started this huge part of the deal where it's twenty six million dollars every year through twenty twenty eight. And what Christian Yelich has done for you is not nearly close to what that to what that is and you know we used to make fun of the brewers lj they're never going to spend any money they never go out in free agency maybe i understand why now because it's just they're i just i just have this bad feeling they're going to be bogged down by this contract and i want christian yelich to be good but now he's on the wrong side of 30 and I I I think it's really fair to say that his his best days are long gone. They're about three years gone. Um, I'm gonna read through. You're 100 right, but I I think our our topping topic of conversation for this group of ten here, um, or seven or whatever it is before sure. we get into the top ten, um, is definitely gonna continue being the Brewers. I've got the Twins falling down to 18 because they, they've just been selling. They've sold on the season. It feels like for me. Two and eight in their last 10, LJ. I don't know what is going on here. They 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 dropped that series to the Yankees, which they needed to win. They lost a couple heartbreakers. Minnesota and Milwaukee. Did we think, did we think that Minnesota was as good as – sorry, what were you going to say? No, it's just like Minnesota and the and the and the uh, Brewers. Like that's the two biggest uh, disappointments in the second half of the season. Easily, I don't know though because did we really think that this team across the board was as talented as Cleveland or even Chicago? I mean, yes, they get it. They get stuff done, and you know, definitely have the respect for Joe Ryan. He's gonna be a. He's gonna be a pretty good pitcher in a couple of years and of course you know you've got situations where you've got um well you kind of screw around with Royce Lewis you don't have Byron Buxton healthy Carlos Correa hasn't been what he was built to be 19 home runs slash line of 278 355 453 but it hasn't felt like that can Byron Buxton please play 100 games in a season like no. once no I'm asking. Oh. I am once again asking for for Byron Buxton to play a hundred games. It's. I just feel like this team is really more show, more show, more so showing their stripes than anything else. Um. But where was I? Oh, I only got one way, one into this readoff. Red Sox at seventeen, Giants sixteen, Orioles at fifteen. White Sox at 14, Brewers at 13, Friars, the San Diego Padres. I don't know why I've started putting that in. It just seems easier to spell. At 12, and the Blue Jays here move up to 11 based on poor play of these other teams. But the Brewers, I'm not ready to call them out of this. Again, I'm, what am I, three spots higher than you. Generally, we talk about them being able to pass is okay. Yeah, that's because they've got They've got dogs here who can flat out carry this team. And they can easily do that to the playoffs. We're talking about a team that's two games out of the wild card, last wild card spot right now. 
do we really yeah. trust a San Diego team that just went five and five in their last 10 to definitively hold on to a two game lead? That's way too close for me to feel it's a, it's for sure. No, I mean, you are right, but the Brewers are very beat up right now. They just lost two starters in the last three days. Two starters hit the IL, Eric Lauer and Freddie Peralta. Um, I mean, look, I love Devin Williams. He didn't punch a wall this year, so he's actually healthy. And his, That's his, a win. I see that as a win for the team that he didn't punch a wall. Taylor Rogers is really good. Um. I mean, I've never had a problem with the bullpen. I just they it's just full it's full lineup every time. They just scream mid. The other than the starting rotation, the Brewers just just scream mid. There's no depth on this team at all. There, there's just absolutely nothing there. Well, and with that being said, it's funny. It's funny you say that because you know maybe we need to over this off season look at this whole group in a completely different light because the conversation that we're having right here does not reflect their counting stats, like their counting stats for their team stats. You know, this is a top 10 offense. This is the 14th best, best starting rotation. Granted injuries play a huge role in that, but they still have been a mid starting pitching group and a, a, Back half, 16th in reliever ERA. So, Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you an experienced healthcare professional ready for a change? UNM Hospital is hiring. Visit us at UNMHjobs.com and explore a multitude of career opportunities at UNM Hospital. At our teaching hospital and level one trauma facility, you will deliver more to our community at UNM Hospital. Visit UNMHjobs.com to learn more. University of New Mexico Hospital is an equal opportunity employer. I think we needed to sit, sit down and really see say where this is going because you know there's some good but there's also there's also a lot of bad I just don't know but I will I'm going to read off both San Diego and Milwaukee's schedules here and I'm going to let you decide San Diego at Seattle at Arizona home for the Cardinals at Colorado home for the Dodgers home for the White Sox I believe that's it and home for the Giants. Milwaukee. At St. Louis. Home for New- the Yankees. Home for the Mets. At Cincinnati. Home for the Cardinals. Home for the Marlins. And home for the Diamondbacks. This is your pick. I'm st- I, I cannot pick the Brewers. I, I just can't. I, I really can't. And... Right now, Fangraphs has it. Padres, 82% chance to make the playoffs. Brewers, 26% chance. They might be a little generous with the Padres, but I don't think they're being that generous. Um, San Diego is just a better club. They just are. I like they, – they actually got a little bit of depth. Um, sure, the offense might have – less runs scored on the season than the Brewers do, but I just feel like there's a lot more redeeming qualities. And that might just and that might be because the Padres are healthier right now. But you know, Freddie Peralta and Eric Lauer are huge parts of this Brewers team. And for them to go down the last few days is really gonna affect them. I mean you're looking at a very ragtag group Heading into these series, you're talking Jason Alexander and Adrian Hauser. And I like Adrian Hauser, don't get me wrong, but like 
outside of Burns and Woodruff, those are the other two guys that you got in this very important like stretch here. I I, I don't know. I I cannot buy into Milwaukee right now. And LJ, we know some Brewers fans. I would love for them to prove us to prove me wrong at least, but that two and a half games to me just seems like a huge mountain to climb. And you never know. But all right. Um LJ, let me keep rolling through some teams here. Go ten go ten through one, I think. At this Let point, we're well, changing so little. I got to get to the so I was twins at fifteen. Oh, Orioles drop two spots from twelve to fourteen. White Sox jump up three spots. I think a lot because just twins have not been playing good. Um, and I had to drop the Brewers. So White Sox go from sixteen to thirteen. Guardians go from thirteen to twelve. Phillies stay idle at 11, Padres at 10, nothing really there. I'll go 10 through one. Blue Jays at nine, they're the same. I dropped the Yankees another spot, and it's not because of how they played this week. It's just how well Seattle played. Um, They're seven and three in their last 10. You saw the comeback they had the other night, LJ, against the Braves. I mean, they they tore apart Kenley Jansen. Seattle is actually, you know, it's looking like without, as long as something catastrophic doesn't happen, they're going to break this playoff drought. We were saying at the end of last year, it was just one year too early. They finally get, you know, Julio Rodriguez here, been balling out. My boy Ty France has been amazing. And you want to know who's really been stepping it up lately for Seattle? Eugenio Suarez, you know, very forgotten in that Jesse Winker trade. Huge comeback compared to what he was doing last year. I mean, you look at the weighted runs created plus, it's up almost, it's up 51 points from last year, LJ. He's at a 135, 4.2 war, a positive defensive value, which he certainly didn't have last year. 30 bombs. I mean, we we know he's got a lot of power, but to actually be getting on base, hitting for average a little bit, um, been huge for Seattle. Um, and the pitching staff, I mean, Logan Gilbert has been really, really good, and he's only 25. Luis Castillo, really solid. Robbie Ray, who seems like, is one of the most least talked about Bobby like, Way. like one of the least talked about Cy Young winners ever. Not saying he's putting up another Cy Young performance, but he certainly didn't fall off a cliff. He's been good. Our guy George Kirby. LJ, George Kirby this year. 115 strikeouts to 14 walks. He's only walked 14 batters in 111 innings. There's no one else doing that right now, especially in today's game where so many guys are are trying to take walks. Outstanding. And Marco Gonzalez, the veteran who's been there forever. He's been solid. I like all five starters. I like what they're doing in this bullpen. When you're talking about teams that are actually going to make the playoffs, like sure, we were talking about how we'd like to buy into to a Kansas City. LJ, I'm you know, I, I think right now might be the time to hop on Seattle. I think they can kind of make some noise here. Um, I would love for them to win a, a playoff series. What that would mean to that franchise, so much, so, so much. Um, but, yeah, Seattle is definitely scary. Um, and that's why I moved them in front of the Yankees to number seven. Um and I have the Rays at six, who stay the same. And I should say my top five remains the same. I'll get to that in a minute. But, I mean, LJ, any thoughts on Seattle? Um, like, I'm, I, I am happy with how the Yankees have played, but I, I really think Seattle is the, is the club that I'd rather be kind of putting my – just like putting my 
faith in. And that's as a diehard Yankees fan. Of course, I'm not going to root against the Yankees. But right now, I, I'd be very scared if the Yankees had to face Seattle in the playoffs. Extremely scared. As you should. The only reason they haven't dropped, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm still holding on to some of that pre-trade deadline Yankees. Like, I'm still sipping that Kool-Aid. I'm trying to. I'm like, I'm like at the table, like reaching for it, but there's like someone else kind of in my way, like blocking my 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 arm. I'm and, I'm it, like, and his name I'm is like, Brian Cashman. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get there. I I really am. I I I want to sip that Kool Aid. I want to sip the Kool Aid of the team that was first to seventy wins in the MLB. I do. I really do. Brian Cashman's just slapping your hand away. He's got the taser in the other hand. If you get any closer. He's like, how dare you? Um, I don't know. And then the other thing too with it is the fact that the Yankees have been there before. I mean, we've we've been able to consistently, we've been able to consistently watch the Yankees come up short. That has to eventually translate to postseason success. You know, you can you can be there enough, and then eventually, like statistically, it has to happen. Um, and that's kind of where they're at at this point. So. You know, that's really where it is for me. You know, the Mariners, they're a playoff team this year, absolutely. I'm not going to go in with any expectations, though, because it's their first time. Right. Year, right. It's the first time since 2001, right? So it's been so long. But where were we? Going through 10? 10 to 1? Yeah, I ran it through 6. If you want to go 10 through 1, feel free. Yes, because I did have a little bit of jumble here. Okay. Uh, I got the Phillies at 10, my other team that I've most bought into that I wasn't bought into previously this year. The Guardians at 9, Rays at 8, Mariners at 7, Yankees at 6. The other reason the Yankees are ahead is the fact, you know, they do have they did have better wins this week. Like being able to fend off yeah. the Rays has been impressive. Cardinals at 5. Astros move down to four as the Braves pull up to three, the Dodgers at two, the Mets at one. I'm going to explain that whole section in one fell swoop. First off, it was just a pick em for me. Do I like the Braves or the Astros better? And I said 100%. It's the Braves. And mostly it's because, I don't know, it just feels like it doesn't, this offense, like Carlos Correa wasn't that big a deal for the this offense. Like, he wasn't everything to this team, but it still it still feels like there's a gaping hole. This team doesn't feel as scary as it has in years past, and certainly not as scary as it should in that re- regard. Ultimately, I just I trust these dogs in Atlanta more. And then Braves are second in the division. Clearly, the Mets are better at this point. The Mets are clearly better than the Dodgers as they have beaten the Dodgers outright through the season series. And the fact that it's recent, I wouldn't care about the season series as much if it was like the Red Sox and the Yankees this year where it was pretty much done, like all the games were done being played at the end of June. But the fact that they've had two series within the last month with with the team being the way it is going to be for the playoffs, then that holds some weight to me. Yeah, you know, I might as well run through five through one. I have no change from last week. Cardinals at five, Mets at four, Braves at three, Astros at two, and Dodgers at one. I still think the Braves have a realistic chance to win the NL East. Um, Definitely. And only a game and a half back, and it's not taking anything away from the Mets. The Braves are just, they're damn good, and... These young kids, Michael Harris is turning it on as of late. Um, Spencer Strider, Max Fried are both going to be top, I think, seven in, in NL Cy Young voting. I think I said top five the other day, even. In the bullpen, it is just filthy. Those back, that, the, those back three of Jansen Iglesias and A.J. Minter, I mean, oof. That is, it's it, it's very scary, and they got championship, uh, pedigree already. Um, 
Astros two, Dodgers one. Want to mention one thing with the Astros? Framber Valdez, LJ, just tied the MLB record for most consecutive quality starts. 24 consecutive quality starts now for Framber. So we will definitely have to be on the lookout for his next start. Um, That's a big record. Like, when you think about especially – what a qual because a quality start is what six innings and two runs or less or three yes. runs, or less? Two uh, runs three runs or less three runs or less think about all like the old time pitchers like i'm talking like 50s 60s 70s 80s where the bullpen was not nearly used as much you think about that and it's like how did nobody you know how how is framber pitching this well to get there he is it, it, it's crazy. how could he possibly like, pick this well it well it's not that it's like how is he getting this deep into every game and just not getting blown up lj by my count one blow-up start by our definition which is five runs or more and that was his third start of the year since april 19th he's had zero blow-up starts i thought it was four even if it's four, it's still zero since then. We got to write these rules down, man. We do. We kind of, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it is four because we wanted to hold to a high standard, but we can go back. That's an easy one to go back and check. Still, for well, Amber, let me tell you. What, I can tell you why, though. Unreal. Unreal. Astros two and Dodgers one. Everyone knows how I feel about the Dodgers. My best attempt at an explanation with Framber is let's look at his numbers. He's not a strikeout guy. You know, this is a guy with I'm the number's not going to sound good for my case, but generally for the great pitchers, I, I think as much as as much as ERA plus shows your ability to execute, I think your strikeouts, your case per nine shows your talent level a lot and it th- that's how that's how you tell it all the way through the minors and it does still i think translate a little bit to major league baseball even though talent doesn't matter it's about how you execute at this level this is a 161 strikeouts this season in 170 innings he's not throwing the big k ball out there he's not walking a ton of guys career low with the exception of 2020 but such a small sample size career low walks per nine so ultimately he's just getting he's getting guys to make such bad contact and that's how you get this good that's how you get to go so deep is because you know you're not throwing you're not guaranteed to throw three pitches every single at bat which some guys like Alcantara or any of these other good pitchers to Grom you know you're going to see these guys throw three pitches and at bat because they're getting darn close to striking a guy out almost every time. Right. And, you know, I think I've said, I don't know if I've said it on this show or just to other baseball fans in general, strikeouts inflate your, your, your pitch count. Like they, they really do. Uh, I would take a really good contact pitcher over some of the top strikeout guys just because he's more useful. Like, he can go longer like this as we're talking about. The difference is it's so hard to be that good. Like, it's so hard to be a 2-6. He's got 2-6-4 this year. Yeah, 2-6-4 ERA as a contact-based guy because you're letting up contact against the best hitters in the world so often. Like, you have to be on the top of your game with every single batter. And not only is it a two six four LJ, that after the complete game shutout today, we're talking two five zero. I mean, that is incredible, incredible what he's done. And you look at his stat cast stuff; it checks out. You're talking ex woba seventy second percentile barrel percentage, eighty sixth percentile. Um, he's just a beast and. One of the most exciting pitchers to watch, definitely. Um, 
with the streak that he's on. You you know, you're talking a five pitch mix from him. Um, super exciting, super fun to watch. And the Astros are just they're just a very well oiled machine um, right now. And you know, LJ has him at four. I really think that this that this top five is. I, I'd say the top four is very interchangeable. I think the Cardinals at five is, is a very good spot for them. But, like, you're talking yeah, Dodgers, Astros, and Braves, Mets. Put them in any order you want, really. It's all preference at this point. It really is. You know, you're just grasping at, at the straws to try to figure out how to rank these teams. I think at this point, for me, I've got four tiers. Okay. Tier one is one through four for me Mets Dodgers Braves Astros you give me them in any order I'm not going to argue with you that much the Cardinals are the entirety of the second tier there's a gap between them and the top four and there's a gap between them and this next group the Yankees Mariners Rays Guardians and Phillies are the playoff lock or they're not all locks but I think talent wise should be locks but aren't the serious contenders and then I've got the Blue Jays, Padres, Brewers, White Sox, Orioles as the French. And then everyone else. Yeah. That, all right, so five tiers. Uh, you know, I think that's a great way to break it down. Um, it's – is it wrong to say that I feel like I'm way more excited for what this playoffs is going to bring – than than last year and i don't think it's just because of this extra wild card spot i could really care less like which one of these teams ends up getting that third wild card spot there's just a lot of excitement i feel like heading into last year everyone was so convinced that he was either going to be the dodgers or the giants to win the world series right like that was kind of the mindset yeah yeah when now it's if if someone came up to me and said hey the yankees win the 2022 world series i'd be like okay like i I can see that or the braves win the world series or the astros or the cardinals or the rays would not be surprised by a lot of teams last year the braves were a surprise like i'm not I would have never picked the Braves. Even if someone told me, like, hey, the Braves are making the World Series, I still wouldn't have picked them. I, for God's sakes, I picked against them when they played the Brewers in the first round. So this playoffs is going to just be amazing. It, it just really is. Um, let's hope I don't have class during any of these playoff games. That'd be, be a shame. I mean, this is... It's going to shape up to just be an unbelievable next few weeks, too, with these races. I mean, Mets-Braves is a huge deal. The 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 team that doesn't win this NL East, LJ, stuck playing a three-game series, and you could lose two out of three, and you're done right there. And you're one of the best four teams in the league, and you're done in the first weekend. And losing two out of three is a very realistic thing for to happen to any team to any team <laughs> but i'm happy you said what you did and then we can wrap up after i give this point sure. you walked into one of my favorite points in the world which is that east coast baseball still matters infinitely more than west coast baseball and that's why you're more excited it's not a matter of it being a more competitive world series conversation because there was so much talk going into that year last year that it didn't matter because, you know, you still had the Astros. This was the Astros coming back from the scandal, being completely free of it and being really good again. This was the Cardinals winning all those games in a row only to be in the wild card. What can they do? This is the Dodgers Giants division race coming to fruition in a playoff run. This is the little Braves that could, that still, I think, were a trending team last year. All of a sudden now, let's look at the stories. We have a Yankees team that was clearly the best in the league through, or one of the two best in the league through the first half of the season. Can they get back to that point? Are they the team that's going to finally break the Yankees back into things? 
We have the Mets who are good, like really, really good for the first time in years. This is an easily better team than the World Series team back in 2015. Oh, yeah. I, I take this team in any seven-game series over that 2015 team. They just weren't ready. They just weren't. By a mile, you've got that. You have Philly back in the playoffs. And you have the Braves that, yes, they were the winners last year. But they were the, oh, this is a trending team. This team's gotten hot. Hey, this is a pretty young our upstart surprise group. Let's see how much this fun run goes. No, now they're legitimate. That World Series made them legitimate, and they've doubled their legitimacy with the way that they've come out and brought in more young stars and made themselves better in the last year. All of a sudden, I just named, I just ripped off four of the biggest markets in baseball, four of the biggest markets in American sports, all the East Coast ones. They matter significantly more to getting the entertainment value and the hype around this than anything West Coast does. And this is a situation where Boston isn't even in the playoff conversation. And that almost, that doesn't happen that often. No, it doesn't. And it's amazing that you can go through all those East Coast teams and the Dodgers still have far and away the best record in the league. I mean, that's that's why I'm saying it's just the amount of storylines that are uh, just coming to fruition here as, as we get into October is is amazing. Football season started, sure. But this is where the real baseball fans come out. This is where the fans who are like LJ and I who've been watching all year. The ones who'd rather be listening to to Monday Night Baseball than Monday Night Football. Absolutely. It's, it's why baseball is the greatest sport. And I will never – and I will always say that. It just is. The, the 162-game season makes everything so much more intriguing to me just really does but lj let's wrap up thanks for listening week 20 of the power rankings in the books check us out instagram twitter tiktok mlb daily pod and we'll see see manana mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing chumba casino this year i was only playing for fun so winning this was a dream come true chumba casino is america's number one social casino experience it's serious fun with over 80 casino style games to choose from you too could win life-changing amounts of cash be like mary log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary void or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.